hope you're having an awesome day. My name is Scott Young, and let's just get straight into the news. And the main thing we're talking about today is the NFL Draft. The Niners had two picks at 13 and 31, and by all accounts, the team seemed to be in on getting a wide receiver. The majority of analysts had the team selecting Henry Ruggs from Alabama, and the way the board fell seemed to be perfect for the team to select one of the perceived top receivers. As the pick got closer, Ruggs went one pick before them to the Las Vegas Raiders. With CeeDee Lamb, another top receiver prospect still on the board, the team found a trade partner with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who sent the team a fourth-round pick to move up one to grab offensive tackle Tristan Wirfs. With the 14th pick, the 49ers chose defensive tackle Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina. Definitely not the pick everyone thought they were going, especially with a top-rated offensive tackle and wide receiver still on the board. So this tells us a couple of things. They either trust that Staley will be around for at least another year, and they really believe in Kinlaw. When asked after the draft finished last night, John Lynch had this to say about Kinlaw. Uh, the answer to the latter part of that is yes. Uh, Kinlaw was one of those guys. Um, you know, he, he was actually the first guy on our list that we would have taken at 13. Uh, you know, in, in response to how much action, you know, I think we did a lot more and I think the entire league did before the draft because of the potential hitches that could go on with the virtual drafting. And so there was a lot of calling before the draft in the last, in the days leading up. And then, um, you know, during that, so we had a lot of different things going. I think, um, I think the, uh, the Tampa thing came, came about while we were in that pick. And um, we felt like there was a good chance that uh, Kinlaw would be there. If not, you know, a couple of the other players that, that we really liked at, at kind of that 13 slot would be there. So we felt comfortable getting back one spot, gaining a fourth round pick and had a good idea that, that Javon would still be there. And he, he's a guy that, that we had zeroed in on for a while. Um, you know, you go back to, you know, the, when we first built, built this thing and Kyle and I came together, you know, um, one of the things that we really believed in is that that's an equalizer in, in a, football uh, league where everything's set up for offenses to be successful. One of the ways you can equalize the equation is by to get after and knock down the passer. We've built a pretty good unit there and, and we wanted to keep that strong and we felt he was a great fit for that. So what does this do for the defense? Well, it isn't a clear replacement for DeForest Buckner. There may never be a player who can go out there and do what he did as consistently as he did, but Kinlaw at his best will get close. The question becomes, how quickly can he get to his best? The 49ers are in a very short window to compete for the Super Bowl, and spending that kind of draft capital on a player who will need time to develop is a big risk. But defensive line coach Chris Kasurik has done wonders to the defensive line so far, and if anyone can maximize Kinlaw's potential right away, it's him. Overall, the rich get richer, and the 49ers now have the most depth at defensive line in the NFL, and it's not even close. There's a chance that not only will the pass rush be better this year, but it's possible the defense takes a step forward. If that's the case, Lynch and the front office will look like geniuses. But what do you think of the pick? Would you rather they have gone receiver or tackle? Let us know. Once the fun from that pick wore off, all eyes were on pick 31, until they weren't. In a time where 49ers fans were waiting to get to the pick, news came out that the team traded pick 31, as well as the fourth round pick they received a while earlier in the Tampa Bay trade, to move up to pick 25. And there they took wide receiver Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State. Ayuk is an interesting player. 
Watch any amount of his tape and you'll see a receiver who has some shiftiness, some good route running, and a solid catcher. If we had to compare him to the perceived top receivers in this class, he's about 70% of what CeeDee Lamb is now. If he comes in and is ready to work and improve, he can be an incredible talent. Kyle Shanahan had this to say about IU. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, when I start with receivers, I, I really don't know much of their history. I don't know much of their, their stats. Um, I just get a list from our, our scouts and John's whole team of guys they've been studying for a few years. And they give you all the guys they think are going to be eligible towards the top. And Ayuk was up there in those top six guys. And you know, I think five went today, if I'm not mistaken. And there's going to be a couple more that probably go tomorrow in the first ten. Um, so there's a good group, but, um, you know, when I, when I just watching them all and not knowing where they're going to go at all, you know, I, I loved Ayuk and the first time, you know, not knowing anything about him, I don't know a lot about college football until I get into these guys and, um, to see him just, you know, they didn't do everything in their offense, but he has on tape that he can run every single route and he can do it outside the numbers and he can do it inside the numbers. And, uh, he has a certain skill set where, uh, I think it's similar to Dante's in terms of you, you want to just peg him at one position. You know, he can do all three. He can play the X, he can play the Z, he can play the F. Uh, he's got the speed to get on top. He's got the quickness to play in the slot. He's got the toughness to go over the middle. Um, and the guy is just completely committed to me um, into being as good as God ever intended him to be. And I, I know he, done, he only has a real stats on one year. Um, he, was, he went to junior college. He had Inkeel Harry there last year. Uh, so there's a lot of things that go into that, that is why he probably wasn't considered to go before 13 for most people, but um, just watching him, the guys, what he's put on tape this year at Arizona state and getting to meet the person, um, everything he did there, he was more than a viable option at 13. And the fact that we were able to get him late, um, I can't, I mean, I'm, I feel very fortunate and um, very happy for the Niners today. So what does this mean for the offense? Well, Shanahan is setting the team up to stretch the field in a different way than other teams do. Rather than the traditional burn them down the field way most teams try and work towards, he's focusing on finding guys who neutralize defenses by taking a pass and maximizing the yards after the catch. It's a help for the offensive line and Jimmy because they can rely on shorter passes and potentially get extra yardage on top of that. So where does this leave the team with the rest of the draft? The team still has plenty of needs. They should look into an offensive tackle as well as cornerback depth. But they've got the clear eyes needed to not mess these picks up. They've got full hearts to come together as a cohesive unit and execute their plans. It's a situation where if they practice stillness, they can't lose. But what do you guys think? Did they make the right call with these picks? Would you have chosen other people? Let us know on Twitter at 49ershub and at FakeScottYoung. You guys know the drill. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. And if you love what you hear, hit the hub. I love you, faithful, and see you later.